Hi there, it's Susan for SusanWinter.net. Thanks for stopping by my channel. Thank you all of you who subscribe and are a part of my YouTube family. I'm continuing with your questions and answers, and this one is on the unbelievable pain of having our partner choose someone else, and then we find ourselves comparing, comparing ourselves, comparing ourselves, and we come up less. So this is from Margaret. So Margaret, thank you. Margaret writes, Hi Susan, could you do a video on how to get over someone who chooses another person over you? I keep finding myself comparing myself to the woman he chose. He said she challenges him and I don't. So I continually see myself as less than her. Thank you. Oh Margaret, I am I am so, so sorry. I mean it's it's bad enough to have a partner choose somebody else, but then to, to you know, go and give you a reason that is so explicit. Um, well, first of all, we know he's not very kind. <laughs> he's not very thoughtful. He's a little cruel, actually. So you've actually spoken about two things here, and I'm going to talk about comparison first, and then I'm going to go back to the question about getting over him. Okay. We all compare ourselves to somebody, sometime, in some way. And the root of comparison creates jealousy, which creates all this disharmony within ourselves because when we compare, you had a specific thing to look at, she has this thing, you have 37 others, but he wanted that one, so that's the one he chose. Okay, whatever. But what happens is that we take one aspect that this person has and compare the totality of our worth against this one thing. I had a client who believes that in part he didn't gain forward traction with the girl he was dating because he's not kind of a party party, hey, how are y'all kind of guy. He's a little more introverted, fascinating, intelligent, successful. But the one thing that is not the greatest, not, uh, let, me, let me put it this way, not a priority for this person. That wasn't a priority. All the success was. But the girl happened to want this one thing that didn't happen to come on his menu. And that'll happen. So all I can tell you is that when you feel yourself going down that rabbit hole and you start to compare yourself to what they have and you don't, First off, understand it's a lot like looking at somebody's Facebook page, their curated incredible life, or their Instagram. Oh my God, what an incredible life. What a body, look at the angles. Oh my God, what a lifestyle. No, the cars are theirs, but they look like they could be theirs. We don't know. The plane, well, they're just on the tarmac, but it could be theirs. You know, we tend to look and we make ourselves so tiny, and they're so big. And they show you what you want to, they, they show you what they want you to believe about them. And so, let's say, in this case, a person has some quality that you don't. Uh, and for that reason, your partner decided to go over there. There is something you can do, besides catching yourself going down the rabbit hole, to know that that's, that's, that's a no-win. That's like going down the drain. There's no coming out of that. You can't make yourself you got to rationalize that I'm taking the totality of me and reducing it to this one thing that I, quite frankly, didn't prioritize. Or you can say to yourself, is there any merit in this thing that my partner said I lack? Is there anything 
that is true about that? And if it's true, is it something that I care to develop? Not because they want me to have it, but do I care to augment my knowledge, my proficiency in this quality? For example, would it be interesting for you to have a more diverse intellectual curiosity? Would it be fun for you to take a night class or to, to read a book that you wouldn't normally read? If that is what you think is a worthy goal, then I would use this relationship for all it's worth. Use it as the spur. Kind of got you from a lazy, kind of a saunter to a little trot. Maybe there's some self-improvement. But we never, ever, ever do something for another person that goes against our moral or our internal code. We don't do it to please them. We don't sell off ourselves and our values to make that person happy. That's never a requirement. So think about that because if there's anything that you could you know, develop within yourself, maybe challenge, and I don't mean that it's intellectually based, but maybe it's also that you don't call him on his stuff because he's kind of not a nice guy. You know, you can love somebody and also call them out. As a matter of fact, that's the perfect combination. We can't be all saccharine sweet, and we can't be a bitch all the time, but we need to have a fine balance of always commending the good, and if something happens that's not in right order, speaking up diplomatically and precisely, okay? So now, about him getting over him. So we know why he thinks Lady X is preferable, okay. But my question is, why do you still hold this guy in such high esteem? When does he get to be okay? You're not okay for him, but he's okay for you. Because that's, that's, that's the part that I don't understand. And I don't think your higher self understands that either. So that's the disconnect. That sometimes we find ourselves chasing the one who's running away from us and making us feel terrible. It is human nature, but it is something that as adults and as fully actualized people, we have to think through if we catch ourselves doing that. So I don't think that you have him in the right order. So I'd ask you, Margaret, where he came up short. Where did he fail you? It goes two ways, you know. I think that'll help you get out of this. And so everyone just know, we compare ourselves, we're very aware of our brand, and there's only so much time in a day or in a lifetime. We will pick the things that we prioritize, and a priority at one time period may not be a priority later. It is always the balancing act. And I remember years ago watching um, on television on these variety shows, the guy with the sticks and the plates, and he'd get one, two, three, and it's, that's how life can be. Like, you just get this segment of your life going in that segment, and that segment, you get the third segment, oh, then this one needs to be attended to again. We can't be all things to all people, but at least we can be a friend to ourselves and try and catch ourselves when we compare. Thanks a lot. Susan Winter for SusanWinter.net. Thank you for calling me on Magnify. Thank you for letting me work with you on that incredible on-demand app. And thank you, those of you who are coming to my consultation page and booking a whole 45 minutes. That's awesome. Very happy to get to know you and help you work through anything 
that is not in agreement with you that you'd like to do better. Thanks a lot. Thank you.